Welcome to That Reality Show, the podcast where we take reality stars and find out what's really real. Today we have star of First Dates, Cece Coleman. Coming up, there'll be a bit of this. Give me trash TV any day of the week and I bloody love it. Same. A bit of that. I used to when you were younger, <laughs> but now you've got your bitch tits a lot. <laughs> and loads more of this. Sex scandal. That's what we're doing for the social media page. He's Stephen Bailey. And she's Brennan Reese. And this is, is That, that reality, reality Show. Episode four. <laughs> <laughs> How we started it, or is that for your own knowledge? This is how we started it because we're in lockdown, like everyone else, so we're doing it via phone. I know it's it's quite. Part of me feels like it's quite nice doing it this way because I really love that we don't have to leave our house to do anything. But part of me is like, well, I want to kiss my little Brenda. <laughs> what are you wearing? Where's my little Brenda. I want to know what you're wearing. Not much. What are you wearing? I've got full on. I've got dressing gown on. I've got slippers on. Um, oh, it's my favourite outfit of yours. Cro- crotchless, crotchless boxers. That's it. I've got my favourite outfit of yours on as well. <laughs> what? Full on, just full on protective just... face mask and gloves. Okay, that's outrageous. I've actually got my little ginger rocket out. What's that? Yeah. Sounds disgusting. My little ginger rocket. What your yeah. widge? Yeah, my witch. Your favourite bit of me. Podcasts are meant to be serious and informative, oh. not filth. Oh. Well, it is serious because penises are people too, and it is informative because I'm telling you that I've got it out. <laughs> well, put it away, please, because I feel like I'm being, um, being what's the word? I'm being. I should have thought the word before I started this sentence. I'm yeah. being. Um, this is why we're not in the Guardian because you have no vocabulary. I'm being provoked at work. That's not the term. I'm being. You're not har- being provoked. You're I'm being, being harassed, provoked. sexually it- harassed by your ginger well, you rocket. You should have sent a sex line, should you? This is a sex line. <laughs> I know That's this. Oh, eight hundred numbers number. costing me a fortune. Ca- I know you've called me. You've called me business line. You've not called me personal number. <laughs> what is your personal <laughs> number? Let me just read it out for everyone. It's oh <laughs> seven. Eight three one. <laughs> so let's crack on with this. Who have we got this week? So this week we've got star of first date, CC Coleman. Oh, now as soon as I were talking about dates, how would you have a yeah. date if you were a single man, uh, which you yeah. want to be? Um, how would Correct. you? <laughs> how would you um, go about having a date under lockdown rules? Oh, under lockdown rules? Yeah. So that means I can't just grind someone to come over? Nope. You have to do it from a safe distance. So you have to enjoy yourself, but two metres apart maximum. But what if we stood two metres apart and the tips touched? Well, I'd be very impressed if you both had metre-long schlongs. (laughs) Why is yours not a metre long? No, it's it's probably a bit bigger than that. You told, <laughs> you told me that yours was like one of those whistles at a kid's party. You know, when you blow them, it just unravels and unravels and unravels. Why are you blowing kids' whistles at parties? You need to be on a register. <laughs> uh, I used to be up until the age of 16. <laughs> the classroom one. No? Uh, yeah. So how would you go yeah. about having a date? What would you do? Um, I'd, do I'd order in some Lebanese food. I'd just have to do a video call and like wear my nipple tassels and try and entice them. <laughs> would you do i think what i'd do is um i just sort of follow him through a park at a safe distance oh 
you'd follow him for a park. Yeah. Well, that's what you normally do anyway. Yeah, like lockdown's been going... absolutely normal. This is the only thing that's yeah. been in the way, really. You always do it the exact same way. You follow the girl into the park until she submits and you come to her house anyway. And that's how I ended up with my beautiful girlfriend, Dylan, didn't I? <laughs> she's, she's pulling her face. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. She's locked down with you and it's already been three weeks. She deserves a break. Well, this is a wonderful break for anyone that's bored in lockdown, isn't it? So do you want to introduce this episode properly? Yes. How? With your voice. So welcome, like that, welcome to that reality. Is that what you're well, after? we've done that bit. We did that bit weeks ago. So just be like, this is CC Coleman. No? Yeah. That'll do. That'll do. Go on, you can start. Oh, I hate starting the podcast. Um, Just pretend you're on Channel 5. Okay. Celebs on the farm. Yeah. Celebs on the ranch. <laughs> Celebs in CC's house. Celebs on the car. I like that. Celebs, Celebs in CC's house. That's catchy. You could do it on that nice chaise long. Um, <laughs> so we met CC. Yeah. On a celebrity coach trip. Who was brilliant and she's been kind enough to let us in her lovely, lovely house. Oi, oi. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Cecil. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or as Brendan from Coach Trip called you. Sissy. Sissy. I love it. Every time. It's like you've, you've known I her for know. so long. Sissy. I know. Bless him. So most people know you from first dates. Yes. And if you haven't seen it, you watch it. Yeah, I like it. Do you know what I like about it? You dip in and out. Yeah, it's like, not constant. You don't have to watch. Like, if you miss an episode of Love Island, you're like, uh, what's happened? Whereas if yeah. you miss an episode of First Date, it's all new, isn't it, every time? I agree, I like that. I, like I think that. that's why it's done so well, because you don't have... It's not like EastEnders. Well, actually, you know, EastEnders, you can dip in and out of as well, can't mm. you? Yeah. Five years later, and you're like, oh, they're still in. Sharon's okay. still there. Still She's there. shagging someone that's not Phil. <laughs> Phil shoots them. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like First Date. Yeah. So how long has it been on for? Or, like, how long have you been in it? I've done it. I always get this wrong, but I reckon... I think it's either... It's five or six years. One or the other. <gasps> that's so good. Let's go five and a half, yeah. Yeah, let's split it down the middle. Yeah. How did it come about then? Oh, I know this. Oh, it's a great story, yeah. Because what did they do? Were you just, like, sort of working in an and they went, she's brill. You're not far off. No. <laughs> You're not yeah, far off. Yeah, pretty... Well, it's sort not of, Not a Nando's. Yeah. I'd, it wasn't Nando's. It was, um... Can I say where it was? Yeah. yeah. So I was working in We haven't got any sponsors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, Balance in Soho. Um, the one I, where you go when you're pissed at four in the morning. Exactly. Balance, yeah. That's that, and that's pretty much how it happened. Pissed up group came in. I wasn't meant to be on that shift. My manager said, can you come in? Someone's called in sick. And I was like, oh, God. And I really hated my job. Um, I just hated dealing with people at 4 a.m., drunk people throwing up. Not fun. So, anyway, this group came in. This table came in. And we had a real crack. And then they said, um, you know, by the way, we're from Channel 4. And we're casting for this show. And I was like... I've never seen this show, I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds fun. Did the show already exist? No. Yeah, oh, so they'd done two seasons, okay. and it was very different before we came on, apparently. You used to phone in, so like then you'd go on the date and then you'd phone in if you want to see the person again. Oh. Very, I know, very, very different. I don't remember it that way at all. I don't, it sounds a bit cheesy, yeah. but they changed that anyway, and they didn't have featured um, waiters, so the waiters who were in, who actually work in Patonsky Chop House were 
just their staff. Anyway, so they introduced us, and yeah, that's kind of came how it came along. I had a little interview, talked about love for two hours, and they were like, yeah, you've got the job. I was like, what's the job? I don't understand. It's yeah. like the same one, but it's filmed in a different... You've been poached, basically, for an yeah. imaginary restaurant. Yeah. yeah. You still get to keep your tips. Yes, <laughs> we didn't at the start. <laughs> yeah, they were really funny about it, but then we were like, "Hold on a minute, we're working really hard here." So yeah, yes, we fabulous. um, we we give because they give it to you personally. They're like, "That's for you, Cece. It's for no one else." So do they really have to pay for their date? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Money towards it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it. I think it's twenty-five pounds each. So what's always quite fun is at the end when the bill comes, which is my favourite part. If the guy says, oh, I'll pay. If I was a woman, I'd be like, well, at least let me give you the 25 quid. But they don't. Sometimes they walk away with money. Oh, <laughs> my yeah. God. That's so good. We got fed, watered, drunk, and, and 25 pounds. That sounds brilliant. It might have gone up now, but I think it's 25 quid, yeah. Because one of our friends was on it. She did the hotel one. Really? And Lou, Co- what, Lou she, Conrad. Yeah, Lou yeah. Conrad. She's a comedian. But she ended up shitting herself on it. She what, she, she shat herself on it because she got really ill. Like actually shat, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. And then they had to like put her in a hotel for a few days, like just keep her in quarantine. And then they're like, you can come back on another day because you've shit your own pants. No! Yeah. Oh, I don't know this! Oh my God, at least we're doing our jobs properly, not sharing information. Well, the kitchen wow. aunt, if she's shitting herself. <laughs> she's <Wow>. told everyone. <laughs> Conran. Beat I would that. probably know. What's that? I said we'll beat that. She'll love it. Yeah, she will love it. Oh, okay. Sell a few tickets to the tour, <laughs> on it? You have a nice side of reality on first dates, because it's not really about you, is it? No, it's about the dates. Yeah. So we're very lucky, so whenever we... Whenever we say something that might be slightly inappropriate, they don't want to know anyway, they don't want to hear it because they won't use it because it's not about us, it's about the dates. It's about two people trying to get them to fall in love and we come in and, you know, add some spice, um, make them feel comfortable. Um, That's really our job and obviously serving food. You could have had Nadia Essex's job on Celebs Girl Dating. I so could have had that job. What was the job? (laughs) Well, she was like a love guru, so I gave advice, a dating coach. But it's like, Cece's basically doing that with Cosmo. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely what I do. All the qualifications go with it. And the good thing about it, though, is that it's like a dead-friendly reality show. Like, there's somewhere they really set people up yeah. to fail, or, like, you're on it for, like, ten weeks and people can really get into you. Like, as in, yeah. like, it's that... Do you find that people... Because it's, like, a show about love, and you get, like, two old people, and you're like, both your wives and husbands have died. Go on, go and have a shag. Mm. Do you find that people generally on like social media are nicer to you because it's a nice show well to me personally yeah like do you ever get any backlash or do people like, like oh great like you're sort of helping people fall in love yeah I, I'm very very lucky with the show that they only share a really nice kind side of me so everything that I do that's right they share that <laughs> anytime that I say something very inappropriate they're like Cece like, we can't use that it's not again and so they're, they're very very nice and kind to me um, but that show is all about love and fluffiness and nice thing so you only want to be nice you're not there like slating people you're there like I genuinely like helping people and and knowing that maybe I've made someone feel comfortable is like it's a really selfishly it's a really good feeling for me so I I like my job we'd be shit on it wouldn't we you be would like, be. You're like such a little food. bitch, you are. I remember when I used to work at Pizza Hut and I just, like, I was about 16 and do you know when you have to deal with 
people, people. Yeah. and they're going, this isn't cooked, and this isn't, and you're like, oh, come on, you paid six quid for a pizza yeah, shop. Like, like, set balance is exactly the same. Like, on TV, people don't want to play up that much because yeah. they know that they've been filmed. So that's, again, at the end, when the bill comes, it's like, what would you do normally? Would you pay, or are you just paying because you're on TV? Yeah. That's what I find fascinating. In real life, if, what's your rule about who should pay? I don't think I have a rule. Um, I, if a guy pays on the first date, that's how I was brought up, quite traditional. My yeah. dad would have always done the same thing. So it's like a massive tick, and I think it's lovely. Um, however, we are in the times that we're in now. It's 2020, and I have to let go of that a little bit. But they definitely get a bonus point. Like, do you know what I mean? Might end up having a lot of fun if they... Enough stuff. <laughs> That's so worth it, isn't it? Take it to a Pizza Express. Yeah, that's it. Pay an extra 20 quid. Get a lovely nosh. Get your dough balls for free. You get a gobble. You two in the gutter. Yeah, I love it. We've been for meals before and I've paid for it. Never got a single... You didn't even look at the tip. I used to when you were younger, but now you've got your bitch tips. I'm off. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Why am I giving me love? Oh, God. God almighty. Because Cece, Brenda, actually started, is a trained actor. Amazing. That's how it originally started, yeah. That's how showbiz began. So is it a thing that you still want to do? So, yes, I do. My fear stops me, but I, acting was always something that I have done. I grew up in the dance acting world, and it, yeah, it's my passion. It's the only thing that makes me feel incredible. There's no other feeling like it in the world. I've taken a step back because I think I was so, I felt so blessed to do first days, and mm. I just felt lucky that I didn't want anything to be taken away from it. And I remember going out. I was in the pub and some guy came over and he said, so are you really an actress? And I was like, oh my God, someone's recognised me for acting. Like I said, yeah, uh, like I've done acting. And he was like, oh, I'm gutted. He said, I just thought the show was really truthful. So basically he felt because I trained as an actress, he thought I was employed as an actress, but actually I was employed because I can serve food and talk to people. Yeah, he thought you were playing the character of like Cece. Exactly. So they have this thing now, you know, whenever we have interviews, they're always like, so you guys are really actors, aren't you? And I'm the only one that's got an acting background, everybody else is from hospitality. So I kind of kept, almost like kept truthful to first dates maybe, by saying that, you know, like, oh no, the acting's like something that's, you know, I don't really do anymore. But I will be getting back into it because I have to because it's it's passion. What's the deal with that? So if you so you're working on first dates as CC Coleman. Yeah. If you got say an ITV drama, yeah. are you allowed to do both? So like, could you film like say that in the autumn and then first dates and summer or whenever it falls? Or so would you very have good to question. Leave? Very I... good question. I know I'm yeah. really thoughtful. We're ten minutes in, you've not done a good question yet. <laughs> well, where's yours, dough ball? <laughs> oh, if you had dough balls, who'd pay? Come on, sweetheart. <laughs> see, see anyway. Um, I so I don't know is the answer, but. I, I guess it's that thing. Would people be able to see me as a character on a on a TV on a soap, or would they still see me as Cece? So it could go with me or against me, and I don't I don't really know. I'm not even trying to be funny, but could you, for acting, could you be like brunette and then blonde in first dates? Maybe that could help. Could help. Because yeah, I mean, like people are thick, aren't That's they? They'll be like. 
That is you what can be two I different mean. people. Do you, do you really mean that? I genuinely mean that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely something to think about. Yeah. Um, I'm not even joking, because people are so stupid. I think people are like, I really recognise her, but what do... She's got one of those faces. She looks you know? like that blonde girl. Yeah. First That's date. what I'm going to do then. I'm going to dye my hair. Honest. Brown. I'm not even taking the piss. I, honest to God, think people are that daft. Even if you, like... Because <laughs> you're called Lucy. Yeah. So even if you were like... I'm Lucy Coleman for acting. If you went, I'm Cece Coleman for restauranting. Wow, that's so edgy. That is cool. Out. I'm not joking, Cece, because you do acting. So imagine, so if you go in front of a casting director that's not doesn't watch first dates. Yeah. Called Lucy with brown hair. I don't think that I'd stand against you. I mean, well, maybe I'll give sneaky. it a bash. <laughs> I'll, maybe I'll give it a bash. We'll see her in two weeks with brown hair being like, you fucking bastards. I want to have a commission. I'll tell you this, though. So I am in, in my contract for first dates. I'm not allowed to change my look because because of filming. So we have to do it the same way. So one time I had dyed my hair. I went ombre, which is half and half. Oh. And the day after, they paid for me to go back to the hairdressers <gasps> and get it redone. I didn't back to how it was. What happened when you had pink hair then? That Is it I... for one whole series you have to yeah. stay the same? Yeah. So you couldn't do like a Britney and just shave your head off? Well, I could, but I'd probably asked, be asked to wear a wig or get fired. <gasps> and so, do you know, like with Fred, he goes off and does stuff with Gino and stuff like that, and he has a couple of cooking shows. What would you like to do? If Brennan could commission any show now, what would your show be? Oh, God, that's such a good question. It would be something... Good question. Yeah, you're really coming out of them now. I'm like, think. I'm like Oprah. It would be something around... I'm fascinated by people, and I probably should have done, like, a psychology degree or something. Um, people's behaviours fascinate me, so I, I'm always keen to know when people have lived their life and they've been through shit, Mm -hmm. Oh, can I swear? Yeah. yeah. And they've been through stuff. How do they get to that point where they are classed as successful? Obviously, everyone's idea of success is different, but, you know, um, they're, they're winning at life as such. How have they got there when they've suffered something in their life? And mm -hmm. that journey, to me, is really interesting. So I'd quite like to do a show on that, talking to people, interviewing them, what are their lives look like, what makes them happy, what makes them sad. Um, it would be something like that, but not too deep. Like, yeah. still quite lighthearted, but... Okay, I have two questions. Go. Um, separate ones. One, uh, what's your idea of success? Because oh, you God, just said it was different. Before, yeah, so it is. Yeah. It. And uh, two, well, for example, like for me and Brennan, because we grew up poor ish. Yeah. Like, we were like, well, like, you know, like really working class. We just like stability. So we like to know where our rent's coming from every month, etc. Yes. So that's success for us, I think. Yeah, like if you could know how much you earn each year, and they go, yeah. you earn 20 grand, and you go, okay, that's 20, I'd know what I'm paying, instead yeah. of month to month being like, right, well, I'll do 10 gigs this month, and I do 20 gigs next month, and it goes up and down, so we just panic and go, what if yeah. someone just yeah. says, you're not allowed to be comedians anymore? Yes, I hear you. So that's our success, if that helps. I think success is a feeling. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't label it as um, a materialistic, like if I got a G-Wagon, mm -hmm. if I got a Bentley, whatever it is, that to me wouldn't make me feel successful. It's just, it would be to wake up every single day and feel grateful and blessed for what I've got. And hopefully that would be with a partner and children. If I could have a family and know that I'm coming home to them every night, feeling good, that for me is success. 
today. That's what I'm going to go with today. I love it that. I love it. That's so, like, because most people who are involved in, like, this world are all about, I want a million followers, or I want to be rich, or I want a Rolex. And we've met some of them that have had <laughs> Rolexes, yeah. that have worn Brit Awards. Like, we've met them, and... They're not happy, are they? No. That, I mean, why, you know, I, I've had lovely things in my life. I think we all have, you mm -hmm. know, especially in our, in our world. Often you get gifted things. And at first I remember thinking, oh my God, like I've got a free coat. Someone's giving me a coat and all I have to do is put a picture up on Instagram. But that feeling runs out. So I like to value my, my I don't know, my, my things in my life. So I think, yeah. Brilliant. I love that. Because I think... Instagram's like the best and worst thing, isn't it? Because you get these things. It's get... the worst. It is the worst. It is the worst. Yeah. But it's like a necessary evil, in it? Well, for us, it yeah. like helps us all for our jobs and get jobs, etc., etc. But I think it's quite negative for everyone because you're seeing and wanting what everyone else has. You're not happy. Like, if you had six million followers, you'd want seven million. Mm. Yeah. Like, you'll never, never be enough. consent and it'll never be consent. 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 I think your vulnerability is the thing that's going to crack you through. I, I, I hear you, and I, and I honestly think I respect that opinion of it. Even watching, I've been watching that SAS thing. I don't know if any of you watched yeah, it. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? So good. What's that fit man called again? Oh, God, which Anthony, one? Anthony, is it Anthony? The bearded guy. The bearded one. The, 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 like, um, I think the main the one. Mom. Oh, yeah. oh, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about him after. Oh! <laughs> Oh, I make something up real quick. Um, <laughs> um, so that there was a woman on it, and she's she's. Ugh, uh, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> Get him off she, the telly. She's she's very attractive. She's lovely, and but she is losing like the vote as such because she's not showing her vulnerability. And all they keep trying to say to her is just show us a little bit of yourself because she's so hard and her walls are up. People don't want to see that. They do. And so following mm -hmm. on from your point, people do want to see vulnerability, but it's scary to be vulnerable so what do you this is for both of you what is your guy's opinion on like with how much someone should show when they're in a reality show and obviously first day it's different because you're working there mm -hmm. but what are your thoughts you know when you do go into something where it's it is like a full-on reality show you're immersed in it like say you were on a tawi or an mm -hmm. sas or a jungle do you think you should be holding back or do you think you should give everything this is just a question of interest. You go first. Ooh, so it's you are three, first. three good questions. Well, you've not asked one yet. <laughs> oh, chance. I'm just going to be like, what's it like having a blue tick? That's right. Oh, you've like, got one. I know, but it doesn't change so anything. Well, yeah, she um, definitely likes that. So I think that you should... It's hard, isn't it? Because reality is so many different things where some people go on and they're showing their reality version of themselves where they've probably had a meeting with their manager and they're like, I'm the bad boy or I'm the thick one. This or, is who you yeah. are. Mm -hmm. But I think, and it's what we talked about when we went on Coach Trip, where we were like, we'll just try and be ourselves. And it's hard because it, loads of things are structured and they go, go and do that and go and be in this situation. And you do get annoyed with people. But <laughs> I think that the best thing is you can't, like people can't get annoyed at you for just being you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If they don't like it, you at least you can go, well, that's just me, innit? Yeah. But if I decided yeah. to be, oh, I'm going to be the whimsical one, and people go, this is annoying. You yeah. Go, mm, I shouldn't have made that choice. Yeah. 
I hear you. I would say um, I've got a very limited experience of reality TV, but going on to having first dates and then doing coach trip, coach trip taught me a little bit about reality TV. And being yourself, you should, yes, always be in an ideal world. However, it's a job at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You're going to work. So you don't turn up to work on a Monday morning and bring all your baggage with you. You turn up we to work. We do. <laughs> well, no, and, and I but, but you're not meant to. Well, exactly. So, you know, if we went or we worked in an office, mm -hmm. you wouldn't turn up and your boss would be like, for God's sake, I don't give a shit about your personal life. You come to work, leave your shit at the door. Yeah. So I think that has to be taken into, um, bearing, bear it in mind when you're doing reality. And also... It's like strangers. You don't go on a first date. You don't go meet a new friend or stranger and give them absolutely everything. You both have to learn a little bit about each other and earn something, earn some of that trust. So it's the same thing, I think, when you're doing reality, which I wish I'd taken into account when I did Coach Trip. Uh, giving it all out is is fine, but then you, you open yourself up to be hurt and picked at. Yeah. So I think you have to reserve something and keep something for yourself because we're all number one, you're number one, you're number one, I'm number yeah. one. So you have to keep a little bit for... And it is hard, isn't it? Because like people online, like the things they come after you for, they don't necessarily come after you because of like, oh, what's that top? They come after you and be like, he's gay. And it's like... Yeah, I had it in the post office yeah. the other day, didn't I? Yeah. Someone went, went taking an ASOS package back because my girlfriend keeps buying stuff. And I go, I go in the post office, she goes, do you watch, do you watch Celebrity uh, Coach Trip? And I went, why? And she went, you look just like that gay lad off Celebrity Coach I'm, like, I'm not gay. I'm not. Really? But people feel because they've seen you in the house. Yeah on the telly, not in the back garden, that they know you and they can yeah. say these things to you. Yeah, yeah. But going back to the thing about opening yourself up and be like making those choices of going, right, I should show a bit of this, maybe I don't need to show that. Mm. I think if you do show too much yourself, you're like vulnerable to how a producer can edit it. Yeah. If you give them all the sides of you, they can make you out to look like a knobhead mm. or like someone who everyone would love. Mm. So sticking with like, celebrity coach trip which we all did do do you feel like sort of a bit hard done by by the way that they edited because there was an issue wasn't there right before yeah, even yeah, we got yeah. on where you and Amy Tapper she's off Google Box have a look um, she there was sort of a bit of friction beef and turkey I call it there was some beef and turkey you can't call them that they're called Amy and Jonathan <laughs> 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 Well, you said that. You're in trouble. <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. But they need to create storylines. But if yeah. you give them... It's hard, isn't it? Because if you give them too much, they yeah. can do what they want. If you give them too little, you're not yeah. on the telly. Yeah, exactly. I actually thought you came across very well, personally. Thank you. I mean, look, in, in a real, ideal situation, in the real world, um, that would have gone down fine, and it, and it was. But because it was TV, there were edited bits and things were created to make it more exciting, which I completely understand. Don't get me wrong, when I watched it back, I thought, oh my God, like that's, that's not the, the most fun thing to watch. But now looking at it, everything in my life is a lesson. I'm really trying to see like all the negative parts of my life. What lesson did I learn from them? And that was, I was too open. Yeah. I was in a bad space in my personal life, and yeah. I brought it to there. I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have a friend to just say, oh, help me out. Can you say this this time? Can, was that all right? I didn't have any of that. I just wasn't, there was no support there. So I was just going off of being me, hoping that that worked 
worked, but with not much food and no sleep, all of us were a bit like yeah. delusional. And you had it harder because you were a solo traveller, which meant they paired you up with a celebrity that you didn't exactly. know. At least with us two, there were days like when we wanted to like just jump off that bloody bus and swim home, but we would just say to each other, like, I'm tired today, you're going to have to do more work. Yeah. Or, like, and yeah. Brennan's I would same like way. finish the day and be like, you come to my hotel room, yeah. I'll go to yours. Yeah. And that we we chat, but not not doing anything else. And he, <laughs> I wanted him off, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd sort of get out that way because yeah. we knew that you could, because you're friends, and you know, yeah. and that's you're, yeah, exactly. And that's that's the like thing you want to do at the end of the day, isn't it? Just go, oh, just get it all off your chest. And it's like, like taking your bra off. You're like, oh, yeah. 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 And if you're on your own and in the middle of nowhere, yeah, and you feel like that you can look back through the day and you're like, oh, I said that, maybe I shouldn't have said this, and you feel quite vulnerable, yeah. and you go, what are they going to show? Like, I remember on the second day where I was really down because... Our second day. Our yeah. second day. And, like, I ended up shouting, and I was going, what, they got, what side of me are they going to show? Yeah. And then you start questioning everything, don't you? Yeah. And then you stop being yourself because you're like, fuck, what because are they going to They do? definitely made us out to be the fun ones, but there were days like the day you left, you see, I was crying my eyes out, and then they cut to this interview where you can tell I've been crying, but no one is <laughs> 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 it. Obviously, reality TV is massive, it's huge. Is it something that you grew up with? And if so, did you have like an opinion on it? Like when you were like training as an actress, were you like, I will never be a reality star? Or was it something that you aspired to be because some people do? That's was such a great question. I think so. that's, that's worth your three first good questions. Good yeah, question. worth like three good questions. What a good guy, one. what a fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so reality, because I'm um, an 80s baby, um, reality wasn't a thing when I was like growing up. So my stuff growing up was like literally EastEnders, Emmerdale and all that kind of thing. It, when I went to acting school in America, I remember watching TV back at home and this thing called TOWIE was suddenly um, really popular. So yeah. I was like, what the hell is this about? And I remember being like well, MSN or something. like. Chatting to a 50-year-old nonce. Dial-up, winding it up like that. Send a message, send a message. And it was like that, wasn't it? Well, it was for me anyway. So I remember all my friends saying, you have to watch this show. And I watched it and I probably did watch like five minutes and thought, oh, this is not acting, this, you know, this is just, this is terrible, like, I'm here, like, working my ass off trying to be an actor. Anyway, you know, I had the whole thespian head on. Mm. Not realising that actually reality TV was a... It, I didn't even know what reality TV was. I didn't really get it. And that's why I didn't get first dates when I got the gig. Because I was like, what do you want me to do? Where's my script? Like, do you know, where, when, do, when do I enter? Where are you going to say scene? Are you going to say go? Like, you know? I like, bet they loved you. Oh, exactly. Imagine I was that person. I wonder I couldn't get any work in the UK. <laughs> so Americanized. So, yeah, I was, I was waiting for those things because I just simply didn't get it. Now... Give me trash TV any day of the week and I bloody love it. Same. Any reality show, I'm just, I, I love I love it, even though it's not reality, because people know what, they know how to play the game now. Do you think people at home know that it's as structured as it is? No, not at all. No, I don't think so either. Because people message you, don't they? I didn't know. No. And you can tell in the way like people say things about what's happened on the... Even co like Coach Trip being yeah. a perfect example, I would be like, what the hell are they doing? What are they saying? And I'd be like, oh my god, stop playing. In my head, I'm like, stop 
playing up. But I'm now I understand, wow, in the editing of it, it doesn't look like that at all, it looks perfect. It slots in, a giggle here, a laugh there, it all makes sense. But in those moments, I'm like, why are you not being real? Yeah. And I'm in my head, I'm like, I need to be real because I'm so like, I'm honest and I'm loyal and all these things that my moral compass tells me. But your moral compass goes out the window when you're doing TV. Do you know what I find as well about Coach Trip or just about reality TV, which I think is probably the lesson us three in particular learned doing Celeb Coach Trip, was watching it back and hearing what other people have said in like the little VTs that oh, you wouldn't no. necessarily think of. Like, yeah. I, I kind of expected it, so it's none of it has bothered me actually. But you know, you're just like, oh, I didn't know anyone thought that, or did they even think that? Or... So, question for you two then. Oh, yeah. Did you, will you go on your opinions of people that you saw when you were there on the coach, or would you go, would you, did your, has your opinion changed on them since you've watched it back on TV and it's been edited? I think my opinions, I think it's just how it's fallen, it's not necessarily the edit or real life or whatever, but my good opinions about the good people are still the same, yeah. and my negative people, like the people I didn't warm to, I still feel, I feel justified. Yeah. And also I think okay, I got you, yeah. you've got to sort of, with those people, say if someone like sort of slagged you off for telly purposes, you also have to go, I guess it's a job and it's not real. Like, do you know where it's so if, that's why there's a fine line? Yeah, it's like, you can be a knob, but it's, again, whether they're playing their character or yeah. whether they're doing it to yeah. get another minute on the program, well, and that's what I learned. So, again, so with first dates, they're very lovely, they're like, right, it's your turn off you go, and you're like, okay, here's my moment, and I speak, and then you know, it's all lovely. But on coach trips, like, you're fighting to speak if you don't shout or do something, you don't get hurt, yeah, especially the section when you were on. That yeah. first day, I felt very overwhelmed. I know, going from a hen do to a fucking televised stag do. That's what it was like, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So, we went to the National Reality Telly Awards. Together, oh, yeah. And we Cece did. won Best Female. Amazing! <laughs> Cece was oh, literally sat there having a nice drink, <laughs> chatting away, like... not even listening, and then all of a sudden she's got to run up and do a speech. Yeah. What do you say? Exactly. I, I honestly, so firstly, we were at the back of the room. When you're at the back of the room, <laughs> you don't even get a goodie bag. You get like one wine between fourteen people. Like, it's like you know you're not going to win. You know you're not. You don't like. And also, I was in um, my in my section was Fred, my my boss on TV. Yeah. And I'm like, everyone fucking loves Fred. Like, I just wasn't even thinking about it. I went to basically tick a box, you know. And I saw my first six people. You were there with me, mm-hmm. and it was lovely. So yeah, when I, <laughs> I it was probably the best um, way I could have done it. If I thought there was any chance of me having to be on that stage, I'd have been shaking. I would have been drinking because I take that all quite seriously. But the fact that it was just yeah I just went out but what I, also on this this is the thing about success like someone might find that like um, that might be a success story for them to win an award and what we don't do this is going a little deep and you can completely cut it if you no, want no this is what we, we want, want we want the deep what, stuff what we don't do as, as, um, as Brits is we don't allow ourselves those moments we don't like you know in the moment it's like really happy and then the next day you're like right what's next oh my god I need a job I need to pay my rent I need to do all these things rather than actually living in that space for a little bit and being happy and grateful and you know being able to accept that you've actually achieved something exactly and for being yourself, like, how nice is that? Like, they're like, oh, we like you for you. Yeah, you've not quite yeah. compromised where you've gone, right, I've had to have, like, a sex scandal or yeah. I've got to do this to get my 
name yeah. in the papers and stuff, you've just sort of gone, I've been myself and people have gone, we like that. Yeah, maybe that's the next thing I need to do to get myself up on the radar. The sex scandal. That's what yeah. we're doing for the social media page. Well, if you want to do an after thing, you and Cece just go into the bedroom, <laughs> I'll make the bruise. <laughs> <laughs> Being a woman in the public eye nowadays, do you feel like there's lots of like pressure to, because you're a very beautiful lady, but do you feel like there's like pressure to look a certain way or be a certain way? Do you know what? Because everyone's yeah. getting all these things in the face and they've mm. all got these sort of like tight, shiny faces. Yeah, all look the same. Yeah, that's um, very, another good question. You've got to. I, what do I think about that? I would like to say that I, it doesn't um, affect me because I'm in my 30s and I'm quite like, I accept myself as I am, this is what it is and you know, there's not much I can change. However, I've definitely lost confidence in the last few years and I was trying to figure it out. I was like, what, where's this come from? Like, I'm happy, I've got a good circle around me, like, why am I not feeling like good about myself? And I truly believe it's down to Instagram and the subliminal thing that it does to me because I'm not one to really go scrolling and, and, and you know, 10 people deep, but like looking at other women and co- I don't really compare, but I think I am subconsciously because I de- I've definitely lost confidence. And I do go to I do now look at my pictures and think, oh my God, do I need to put a filter on that? Like, mm. Because being me was okay five years ago, but now, now being me, I'm like, oh God, do I need to like just like look less tired or do I need to do something different? So it's definitely had an effect and I'm, I'm now working like personally on getting rid of that. And I did have a month off social media, which massively helped. I had the whole of Christmas off, whole of New Year, and I wasn't comparing my family to someone else's. Like, who would do that normally anyway? Yeah. Ten years ago, you're not going, well, their fucking family is much nicer than mine. Yeah. You're just getting on with Christmas and doing. But I found myself comparing, and it, it's a really, it's a very negative way. And I'm in my 30s doing it, so these poor, like, 18-year-old girls that are all in school, I think it was only last week a girl was... She lost her life because of social media bullying. So, but I always think we're, we're so lucky because it's like the, the time we grew up, kind of like everything was advanced coming back. Like you had a phone, you had text, but there was none of this. Like yeah. it wasn't this extreme. Yeah, we were just playing like Snake yeah. 2 and exactly. you know, you got writing boobs on a calculator. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's very different and it's sad, but I don't, I don't know what the answer is to it because it's just we're all going in this direction, we're all moaning about it, but actually nothing's really being done and yeah. if I had the answers I would... I guess it's that thing like with climate change, you can only do what you can do, you can't control everyone else, can you? Yeah. No. Like... Only you can have a metal straw if someone else is like, fuck the dolphins, I've got a plastic one. Man. I still yeah. do use a plastic, the paper yeah. ones, ugh. Oh god, do you? Do you know what they use in um, Portugal? A tube of pasta. <gasps> there you really? go, do that, buy some pasta. Some kind of oil, That's a good shout. Yeah. yeah. Great. There you go. Wow. I mean, if we've learned anything yeah. from this podcast, oh, no. <laughs> get yourself some pasta. So we always end the podcast with some quick fire, <laughs> one word, one sentence answers. Okay. They're not going to be too deep. All right. You can make them as deep or as loose as you want. Um, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you had to do it all again, would you go into reality TV? Yeah. Favourite reality star ever? It would be someone from TOWIE, because I bloody love that show, but I don't think I've got a favourite. So just that as a show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you could do any other reality show, what would it be? 
100% strictly. Do you believe in the strictly curse? So I did, I've heard a lot about, I didn't even know about this curse. <laughs> However, when I was in a relationship last, this was a big thing. So, um, look, if you're secure in your relationship, you're secure. You know, if, someone's, if you're tempted by someone, you're not in a good relationship, so. True. Would you do a reality show where they follow your life, like in Tawi? I would with lots of uh, guidance. <laughs> lots. In terms of like the reality things you've done, would you change anything? Haven't done much, um, but no, I wouldn't change anything. I am who I am. Are you happy? Yeah, yeah, I am. You are as well, I can see it in your eyes. Yeah, it's yeah. in the eyes, isn't it? You can, you can see it in your eyes. Yeah. You've got a twinkle. I am happy. I, do, I am. I'm, yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> no, of course we're not. Let's turn the podcast. No, we're off. comedians. We're broken. <laughs> oh, another lovely episode. I know she's so nice. Do you know what I like about Cece? She's normal, isn't she? She is normal because some of these reality stars, they seem like right off the red, don't they? Well, there's nothing in between, there is. Like, who's the maddest reality star you've ever met? Who's the...? Maddest one, like the craziest one. <sighs> Maybe Arge. Oh, yeah. Big yeah, Arge. Who's the maddest one you've met? You. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you so much. But Cece's so um, normal. And, and if you want to get her on Instagram, what's her Instagram handle? She's at Cece underscore Coleman. And what's your Instagram handle, Stephen? Oh, I'd hate to self-promote in a time of crises, but at Stephen Comedy. And mine is at Brennan Reese. Uh, do all the usual really? things. Go on. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, we really need to change yours to at Brenda Reese because people can't find you without your real name. I get called up Brendan Reese, Brian Reese, Bread and Rice, all the things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to like subscribe to the podcast, you can on Spotify, iTunes, share it with your friends. But the main thing is give it a five star rating. Even if you hate it, what have you got to lose now? Because, you know, oh, that's a tractor going past. I don't know if you could hear that. If you didn't, that's pointless information. But please, please promote the podcast because the more you help us, the better guests we can get. And then we can all quit our jobs. And I've booked a really good corker. Have you? Yep, we won't say who. They'll have to tune in if they want to know who it is. Are we it's gonna, a good one. Are we going to do like a lockdown Skype Zoom house party special? Yes, you're gonna. I've got the guess. You're going to figure out the technology, and then we're going to do it. Me, you, and your little ginger rocket. <laughs> yep, which is also the name of the guest. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening. We'll be back next week as usual. Probably worse sound quality, but until then. Bye-bye.